So I have a tattoo of a weed plant, not even just a weed leaf, like an entire weed plant on the side of my uh, torso. I got it when I was 21. Um, I have been smoking, I smoked cannabis from 20 until 34. Um, and I guess I'm still 34. So, you know, whatever, but it's 14 years. And so recently I took four months off four fucking whole months off. Uh, I basically quit because my heart was broken. I was working at a cannabis facility for two and a half years, the best in the state, loved my coworkers, loved my job, was fired for some fucking backwards ass shit. That's so backwards that now I'm on unemployment. And so anyway, um, heart was broken, been off it for four months. And the other day I, uh, smoked, uh, shared a, a bowl, a bong bowl with, um, my lover. Um, and I did not enjoy the high at all. I did not enjoy it at all. Almost immediately. I was just like, this is not good. Luckily, I think with, you know, several factors in place, like my age, my history with cannabis, the fact that, you know, again, I had spent two and a half years at a facility and I was quite spoiled in terms of, you know, being introduced to new strains and all that stuff. Um, it all, it was, it's a very high THC place too. Like we have some very high THC numbers. Um, so navigated it fine, you know? Um, and also the, what helped me get off of it was, um, to replace it, uh, because the universe after I was fired, it threw me onto a hemp farm, an outdoor, organic-grown hemp farm. And so I had been using that instead. And I did take a drug test after, like, three or four months on the hemp, and I passed no, no THC. Like, I passed a THC drug test. Um, so that said, it was it was not a very enjoyable high. I would much rather suggest people smoke hemp as opposed to cannabis. And I say this because not only did, was it because because I I didn't enjoy the high. It was just it was not good. It was also because the my lover who I smoked with, um, he went right into his super ego, which is the part of you that wants to essentially take over your your ego. Um, and so in this part, you know, everything is evolutionary, including our superego. It is the part of you that comes out when you are in burn down motherfucking mode, even kill mode, like where you physically want to hurt somebody. That's how you are going to transgress against them. Um, and so, yeah, he is an ENTP personality, and he went into his ESFP uh, superego, and it truly was extremely sad because, you know, the ESFP personality is known as the entertainer, and for him, his entertainer, the like the actor that he was playing or the character that he was playing was one of a very tragic hurt person somebody who was um it almost like in being john malkovich i'm sure not many of you have not seen it or haven't seen that movie in a while but there's a point where he turns i think it's like the first time where he turns into john malkovich and uh the woman that he desperately wants him and his his wife both want she asks him to do um to 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 play a 
you know, to be a puppet, essentially, because he is being a puppet in John Malkovich's body. And it's just like a very tragic performance, you know, it's very, you know, it, it, it's very, that's why people always say like the E, the best way to describe an ESFP superego is to think of the Joker. Like that's exactly who, who he was reminding me of, where it was like, I never really felt in any sort of fear of him uh, you know I did not you know but it was all inward and it was not good he was stuck in that for like 10-15 minutes and before that you know I had seen his superego you know at least his demon function flare a little bit every now and then because you know when you bring up the past to certain people it just really uh you know especially if you're a man, because m men are so demonized nowadays, like you cannot, you basically can't be a man nowadays, uh, like anything masculine, even me, like, I'm very in, in touch with my uh, subconscious. And so as it is the ESTP, the most uh, alpha of the types, I come off as very masculine. And I've gotten in a lot of trouble because of it people just you know especially males they just are uh, they don't even know how to go up against me because it's like they they just know I'm not gonna win you know like this bitch right here she's built different um I don't know and so that said it's like you have all these reports of people saying that cannabis is gonna help you with the Rona and I really don't think it is man I really don't um for one when pandemic started very quickly it was reported that people like it affected your lungs and uh you know if you had any sort of lung problem you kind of were fucked so that's actually what my the road to abstaining from cannabis uh that's kind of how it started in that um well, it started really when I decided I wanted to smoke organic, like pesticide-free, insecticide-free, all like as pure as possible. Um, but that, you know, that was a part of the journey. And so, yeah, what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm sorry. Um, it's just, I really don't think that it's, so yeah, so I quit partly because of that, because, you know, I, in the beginning, I didn't know how serious this shit was going to be, and so, anyway, I get off of it, and I've never felt healthier, in every sense of the word, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, ethic, morally, everything about me is, I've leveled up so many notches, innumerable notches, ever since I gave it up, now, I'm not shitting on cannabis, I think it, you know, it really can help you if, like, if you've never gotten high, but that said, I think that hemp should be something that a lot of people use instead. Cannabis, it's just the way, and this is f f coming from somebody who worked in it for two and a half years. I have seen things. I have harvested I mean, I don't even know how many times I've harvested marijuana. I've seen so much come you know, into fruition. And let me tell you, there is a lot of mold out there. There's a lot of, uh, there's bugs, there's, 
unknown substances, sap and just weird shit that, you know, and the fact is that they are genetically modifying it. At the company that I worked at, they're at the point where they don't cut from the mother. They, like, splice it. They clone it in test tubes, and that's what they grow. Um, and even if they were, it, when they were using cuts from the mother, um, they grew it not in soil but in rock wool. Rock wool is, I'm fairly certain, a toxic thing that never biodegrades. And you can't use rock wool blocks more than once, so it's highly wasteful. All I'm saying is that before you go ahead and just put all of your faith in cannabis... I would highly suggest that, one, you realize that you're probably smoking mold, um, and that's not good for you, um, <laughs> you know, obviously. Uh, so if, if you are smoking cannabis, stay away from the bigger buds. There's probably mold inside, and if you do get bigger buds, open it up. Always looking it up open it up and look under a light, a good light. And if you see any sort of discoloration, white, gray, brown, that is mold, my, my friend, that is mold. Don't fucking smoke that shit. That will hurt your lungs. That will hurt your head. It will hurt your overall body. It will hurt your vibrations. Um, and yeah, like hemp, you know, it may have half a percentage of THC. It, it, quite honestly, that's enough. Like you will get relief satisfaction respite respite i'm sorry from 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 hemp um i just i i really don't like how hemp how cannabis is being pushed nowadays because you know even with the breeding it's just like the level of thc that we're at you must realize that it sends thousands of people Probably hundreds of thousands, I don't know, but thousands of people go to the ER every fucking year for after they take a hit of, you know, some very high uh, THC weed um, or, or dab or something like it literally will break your fucking mind. I've had I've had people I know who after smoking so much, you know, like because tolerance is a thing. Um, they ended up in the, uh, not even the emergency room, but the, the asylum. They had a 5150 themselves. You can't go, you can't trust anything that the media is pushing, even if it is weed. Um, and again, I'm not shitting on weed. I'm not saying that you should not smoke it. But I'm going to say, I'm going to advise that you have the relationship that you, every, you should have with everything, which is addiction-free. You know, if you find yourself, you know, waking up and immediately walking to your bong, there's something wrong with your life. You don't like your life. You're bored with your life. Um, and, and you need to do something about that. You can't smoke your troubles away. You know, you absolutely cannot do that. Um, and putting your mental health in one substance, whether it be weed or Adderall or Wellbutrin, not good, not good. You want to live an addiction-free lifestyle. You want in a life. You want to be addicted to your life. You want to, you know, have faith that you can change, have hope that good things are coming. And if you're constantly medicated or you're constantly hanging out with people who you have to be medicated with and vice versa, that's not real, okay? Like, eventually, I think we all learn very early on that, like, it's not good to pick a partner that, you know, you 
you're with because you have mutual hatred for the same things. Um, but that said, also, a step forward is, like, you can't be with somebody who you're always getting high with, you know, because in a way that, it, not in a way, but that really does indicate that you wouldn't be together if you didn't have this thing that helped you, you know, pacify your emotions together. Um, you need to live life the way you would be with a partner where it's like, I could be with you sober or uh, that's it. I mean, you just, it's not real if it's medicated, whether it be a relationship with someone else or yourself. Um, you know, again, like I'm going to say this a million times, I am not a pro proponent of sober life. I'm not, but in addiction free lifestyle, that right there, I is, is my, uh, what I want to illuminate the world to. I really do think that that is how you can go through this life. Because, you know, with like AA, the first thing that they teach you is that you are powerless. But no, it's like for me, and that's why I don't like AA or sobriety in general, because it's like it, it really puts a, a substance on a pedestal and makes it so that you have to always kowtow to it, you know, not touch it, but just respect it in a way that makes you feel inferior to it, helpless to it. Life is addicting. Like life, your life can be so fucking amazing. You can have the body you want, the mind you want, the thoughts you have, you want. Um, if you just change your life, you know, if you have to move, if you have to quit jobs, if you have to leave a partner, these things will be well worth it if you have to do one or all of them it'll be well worth it to get on the other side because you are everyone has the capacity to be happy healthy and fulfilled and excited about life you know like it's not life is not exciting if like the first thing that you do when you wake up when you open your eyes is go to your bong that's not good um if you have to get high before every time you go outside or you know, enter a grocery store, like that is not empowering. Um, I think that's why a lot of people can't actually go to stores without masks because they're very high, whether it be on weed or, you know, some pharmaceutical, um, you know, they just want to hide. They don't want to be called out because, you know, they're high. Um, but like we are not as a society, as a human, as a human race, we're not going to get anywhere if we're medicated. And you cannot tell me that weed is not a fucking drug. Don't fucking tell me that, bro. Okay, you fucking take a hit and then you look in the mirror and you tell me you're not fucking on drugs. Like, no, no. And again, I am not shitting on, on, you know, intoxicated states, on altered states. Not at all. I think it is very important to push your mind, uh, you know, just as your body, you know. You sh you, I would never say, you know, everybody should take a mushroom trip. But then so that said, it's like, why do you think everybody should smoke weed, you know? Um, and yeah, you could be like, bitch, you did it wrong. Like you, you took like three four bong rips after four months of being off like that was on you you should have taken one and done um 
but no, the fact that, you know, it put my partner who did not really, it was not in the sort, same sort of, um, you know, abstaining sort of boat as me. Um, the, I saw what it did to him and it literally put him in his super ego. And it, that is a mode that you should only enter in when you are like in the point in, of your life in real time of changing something, of defending yourself. But when you're high, who are you defending yourself against? Who are you going against? You're usually in your fucking room or your car, you know, like all of it gets turned inwards and it's just, it puts you in a low, low, low state. It's not even just low vibes. It's like low um, self-esteem, low, uh, low hope, you know, like it basically puts you in the past. And, you know, the only thing that you should really have with the past is um, uh, the notion of learning from it, you know, knowing what makes you feel safe and what makes you feel good. But you shouldn't like look at the past and, and, and wish you were there or like reminisce on it in, in a way that like, I don't know, is anything less than grateful because your past is what makes you you, you know, your past is what is, you know, you have these little like the military people who have the badges on their, you know, um, on their uniform, like everything that you beat that didn't kill you, you have that little badge. But when you go into your superego, it's like you pick the little pin off and you look at it and you're like, that was nothing. Uh, that was bullshit. You know, that wasn't anything to be proud of. I didn't actually earn this. It's just a, a state of devolvement, which I don't have to say out loud is not good. You know, absolutely not. I don't know, man, I just, I would really be careful. And also, yeah, so you not only have the mold to contend with the bugs that you're probably smoking. The fact is, is that all legal cannabis is not grown right. I mean, one, you know, it's very artificial with the rock wool, with the, with the lights and, you know, God knows what else. But also when they, when we harvested it, um, I, I should say after we dried it, we took it down and we put it in these plastic totes, those big plastic totes that you see at Home Depot, Lowe's, you know, black bottom, yellow lid. That's what they get, get quote unquote cured in. Now, you don't have to be a professional marijuana grower to know that those things are not airtight. You cannot cure weed in plastic totes, snap totes. It has to be, one, it should be in glass because otherwise you're just going to lose the, po the, like, the smell and, and the nuances of the, you know, the profile. But yeah, you can't, so all legal weed, I have no problem saying this, all legal weed, unless the company is telling you, hey, yeah, we cured this shit in glass jars, is not cured. And so that, w that means it is not processed correctly. That means it has more of a propensity to grow, to mold because, you know, it has continual air growing, going into it. And it's just not a good product. You know, if you want to smoke weed, you need to find somebody who has been growing that shit in soil in their home with nothing but love and care for, you know, years and has, you know, a dedication to the plant. Um, companies, you know, the same, like with craft and, and, uh, you know, all the, all the food giants, they don't give a fuck about you. Okay. It's the same fucking mentality. The most amount of product for the littlest amount of cost. And, you know, just on another level, like cannabis 
places abuse their workers. Just like Kraft, just like all these other places, they fucking wring all of the fucking energy that they possibly can out of us, the workers, on a daily basis. They don't pay us well. They don't give us health insurance. There's nothing to look forward to. It is hard fucking work for bottom dollars. Um, So just know, like, you know, any cannabis company doesn't care about you, doesn't care about them, their employers, employees, I should say. Uh, it's all about the stockholders, okay? All comp- cannabis companies have about 30 stockholders, and they're the ones that get paid first, okay? Um, what else should I say? Uh, yeah, you just don't know what you're buying, people. You don't know. A lot of people, you know, they don't, they, they just stick it in the grinder, you know, and they don't know what's going on. They're in the, you know, in the back of a dark car, you know, and they don't, you can't see, you have to look inside to see what you are buying, what you are actually getting. I promise you, if you start doing that, you're going to start seeing white, gray, brown, black, even, you're going to start seeing some shit, you're going to see bugs, because they don't fucking care. It's just get the most in the shortest amount of time out the fucking door so that we can make our fucking money. That's all they care about. They don't care about the workers. They don't really care about the product. All legal weed is not cured. You are getting a faulty product. You need to go with the little guys. You need to go with people who actually fucking care. And quite honestly, you're just better off growing it yourself because then you will be sure of what you're getting. You will, you know, you'll do it right. You know, if you need something done, you got to do it yourself, you know, done right. You got to do it your fucking self. That applies to cannabis too, especially to fucking cannabis. So just letting you know, this is a fucking PSA. You're smoking, you're probably smoking weed. You're probably smoking bugs, uh, unknown substances. I promise you. And yeah, you're getting genetically modified bullshit. It's not even from the mother plant anymore. It's grown in rock wool. It's not grown in soil. It's takes so much fucking energy from, you know, all the lights and stuff because it's not grown outdoors. Just please, please do yourself a favor and don't just keep upping up the the THC like you it's it's about the whole thing the the CBG the CBD the CBN the cannabinoids in in short um and yeah please I try hemp try hemp like I promise you you will a lot of you I I would say 60 to 75 percent of you are going to be like yeah this is much better for me because again it's like there is nothing in this life, there's no high better than enjoying your fucking life, man. Enjoying your brain, having the ability to think, to memorize stuff, to remember stuff. Um, it, it's empowering. Like, there's nothing more empowering than living you, than doing you. Uh, so good luck. Let me know if you have any fucking questions. And if, quite honestly, if you do, you, you don't have to just ask me. Ask anybody who works in cannabis okay they will they will let you know it's one of those things that when you're in it you don't really want to talk about it you're just kind of like yeah you know this is business but i'm telling you like companies don't fucking care they just want the bottom dollar they just want as much out there and with the turnover rates because you aren't paid shit as a cannabis worker you don't have a skilled workforce to really like hone in and be like okay yeah that's mold i need to not put it in the the nug bin you know i need to put it in the shit bin 
I don't know, you guys. I love you very much, and I just want you to be happy, be healthy. And cannabis is not just the, you know, the answer, you know, whether it be from corona or, um, you know, being above the social conditioning of, of this world. You can't get that just from cannabis. That's Yes, that's a part of it, but there's other things too. There's hemp, there's psychedelics, there's... Um, there's you. There's just being you, man. Enjoy yourself. Please enjoy yourself. Quit putting a comforter over your face, your emotions, your your skills. Like, it's holding you back. It's holding you back from you. Okay? And you should be your best friend. You should be your best, you know, wingman. You can't you're hardly a person when you're high all the time, okay? From experience, I'm telling you this. And the shit's too expensive, okay? If anything, it's just too fucking expensive. Grow it your fucking self. Do it right. Take care. Bye now.